Hi, this is Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com here for a special DevOps chat with Gene Kim, best-selling author, researcher, and DevOps personality. Hi, Gene. How are you? I'm <laughs> doing great, Alan. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how about, how about uh, a researcher who loves studying high-performing technology organizations? Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm here with Gene Kim, a researcher who loves studying, studying high-performing technology associations and writes a good book. Gene, oh, I love it. So much better. <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, Gene, it's a pleasure to have you on our, our show again. And um, we're here to talk about the upcoming DevOps Enterprise Summit London for 2016. I uh, love it. Yeah, in fact, uh, th this has been so fun. It's our first year in London, and uh, so it's been uh, amazing sort of tapping you know, the network to find great DevOps transformation stories in large, complex organizations. But uh, you know, after just a lot of hard work on, on, behalf, you know, on behalf of the entire programming committee, you know, I think it's just been – it's shaping up to be just a fantastic conference. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a look earlier today at the speakers announced, and – you know, part of me was really happy that I knew a lot of the names of who are who are these speakers, and part of me was really happy that I didn't know a lot of the names, right? Because you always want to hear new stories and from new people. So um, there's, I think, something for everyone there. But Gene, you know what? I I've had the pleasure and honor of of being on a program committee with you for the uh, RSA Rugged DevOps event we do every year and so forth. But a lot of our listeners may not really understand what goes on behind the scenes and, and how do you get great speakers. Would you give our listeners a, just a little bit of like pull back the curtain a bit and talk to us about how you always come up with great speakers? Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, so uh, let me first acknowledge the amazing programming community that we have. Uh, one of them is Owen Gartner as part of the DevOps initiative at Barclays Capital. Uh, uh, ben Grinnell, he's at North Highlands Consulting Firm. Uh, there's Marcos Rendell from Accenture. Uh, there's uh, Benjamin Wooten from Sendachi uh, Consulting. And then uh, two uh, committee members from uh, the U.S. DevOps Enterprise uh, Summit, which is Damon Edwards, um, you know, who was part of the uh, – and, and John Willis, who were both a part of the uh, DevOps movement from the very beginning. So the job of the programming committee is really to shape you know, the um, – it's kind of formed the, the, the vision of the conference and shaped the talks to help achieve those objectives. And I, I think what has been a challenge, you know, I think what's been different about uh, the DevOps Enterprise Summit is that you know, we really aim to create a vendor-neutral conference that really focuses on the, lead, the technology leaders who are driving DevOps transformations in large, complex organizations. And so um, you know, uh, it, it means that you, uh, with some rare exceptions, you don't have a lot of the, the speakers from uh, the DevOps community speaking because they're not uh, they're not you know in large complex organizations uh, and so uh, you know the, the the challenge really was to uh, find these amazing stories out there of uh, doing people driving these audacious transformations and you know very conservative organizations and you know for that you need people with uh, you know who are just well networked in. Uh, in the industry and in the local market, and and so uh, you know we spent uh, my goodness five six weeks just uh, uh, you know scouring our rolodexes, uh, brainstorming about uh, uh, about all these places where we've heard about DevOps transformations going on, and then actively uh, reached out and you know vetted them just to 
gained some assurance that you know they weren't just talking a good game, but they actually had outcomes to show for it. So you know this is uh, uh, as a first year conference, you know there was just a tremendous amount of work that went into that. Sure, and Gene, you know. To me, it's obvious why London, right? I, I, you know, when we look at our own Google Analytics here at DevOps.com, London is the second uh, biggest city for from an audience perspective for us. But I'm curious, why why did you pick London? You know, uh, it was because uh, that was actually one of the feedback that we got from uh, our speakers and attendees. That, uh, you know, because we've had the DevOps Enterprise Summit now going to this third year in San Francisco on the west coast of the United States, that is a very long way to travel from uh, people in the UK or uh, from the European continent. So, uh, you know, the the ask was, hey, can you hold it somewhere in the European Union, uh, uh, whether it's in the, you know, in the UK or in the EU? And so we were actually considering uh, London, the Netherlands, um, there might have been a couple of other options, but uh, ultimately, you know, we decided to do it in London just because uh, that's where our network was. Uh, and when I say the network, that's where the program committee was, and that's where uh, I think our network was strongest, which was uh, very important because I think it really set us up for – it gave us the best chance for succeeding and generating, you know, the right programming, the right speakers and so forth, the right transformation stories. I, and I – you know what? I'll, I'll reiterate it. London is a fantastic – town the devops scene there is just happening not to date myself and sound all groovy but it, it's a it's a happening scene and it, it's a, a vibrant dynamic devops community as well so i i think you couldn't have picked a better place to do it in gene and i'm really excited. and so it's certainly a center of uh you know, it's just a huge center of economic activity you have a huge financial service industry you have basically every type of uh um you know, industry vertical that are operating, you know, in and around London. So, yeah, I agree. It was just, uh, it was a great, uh, and then, and also where so much of the progressive um, DevOps activity is going on within government agencies like the um, UK.gov, the uh, UK Digital Services, all that, uh, you know, uh, pioneered uh, inside the UK government. Absolutely. You're 100% right there, Gene. So, Gene, listeners who are listening to this, maybe they haven't quite decided if they want to go to Does London or not. Give me right now. I have all of the have all the speakers been released or announced at this point or no? No, and we're about sixty percent announced. But uh, you know, the ones I can certainly share with you the talks that I'm super excited about. Go ahead. Um, yeah, one of them is Ron von Kamanada. You know, so he is famous for his work at ING as the uh, global CIO. And so many of us uh, in the DevOps community were aware of the ING DevOps Days that was held in 2011. In fact, that was probably the event that kicked off the first target DevOps Days and the first DevOps Days at Capital One. Uh, you know, it was just uh, it was such a novel concept. And so uh, Ron von Kamanada uh, as the uh, CIO will be talking about you know their journey when uh, ING back in 2011 uh, was very much like uh, Parts Unlimited in the Phoenix Project. You know it wasn't uh, it was certainly very different from uh, the organization they've become, where uh, they've created a world class technology organization that is widely admired. And so I'm excited that he'll be talking about his role as uh, the te technology leader and. Uh, to tell the whole inside story of uh, how that transformation happened. And I'm particularly excited that uh, I've asked him to share, you know, in his mind, what does it take 
to be what what it does it mean to be a technology leader right? you know it's not about picking Cassandra over Redis versus Zookeeper versus uh, you know NoSQL versus you know MySQL right so uh, what does it mean and you know what uh, I, I think that's um, not well understood or certainly not well understood by me uh, you know there's a, a talk from Robin Hughes from uh, LV um, so that's the Liverpool Victoria insurance company so multi uh, billion pound uh, turnover company. Uh, so uh, again, an organization that's been around for over a century, and uh, you know this is a, just a phenomenal DevOps transformation that was really driven by the operations team. And uh, he, Robin Hughes will be telling the story about uh, how they transformed uh, one of the largest uh, business applications inside their portfolio um, and enabled developer productivity. So I think that's uh, that's great. Uh, Anthony Collard, uh, he's a deputy director at HMRC, so uh, that's the, uh, uh, the uh, Majesty's uh, Revenue Collection. So in the U.S., we would call it the IRS, uh, Internal mm-hmm. Revenue Services. And you know they have over 60 Scrum teams now working uh, to uh, help make life better for taxpayers, whether it's uh, you know at home uh, the people at home or uh, within businesses. And it was just an incredible story about genuine innovation and creation of phenomenal efficiencies that you know uh, haven't been typically associated with the way government operates. In fact, I was so inspired by it, I actually want to voluntarily pay UK taxes just to reward these amazing efforts. So, uh, <laughs> well, Don't count me in on that one, Gene. Thanks. But uh, it's good for you. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me also just throw a couple of other names that I recognize and, and got me all excited. One is actually a friend of mine that I've, I've worked with, uh, Jonathan Fletcher over at Hiscox. Right. Uh, I don't know how much you know about Jonathan, but he's brilliant. So he's not, he's like, he's not the, the, the I don't want to say the suit, but he's not the title who leads the entire DevOps transformation there. But that person relies on Jonathan to, to make it happen. And because I've looked at that organization, this guy, I love listening to him talk about what they've done there. Uh, and it's, it's another phenomenal story, another insurance company. Uh, yep. And I think what makes them so remarkable, I mean, so obviously they're a multi-billion uh, British pound turnover company, but uh, again, over 100 years old. And yet they have, uh, they're growing at 30% in certain market segments. Yes. And that's happening. It's putting tremendous pressure on the technology organization you know, for them to deliver what the organization needs. And so here's uh, an incredible effort uh, initiative where uh, they, uh, and this one is more driven by kind of an operations platform uh, and architecture uh, that is enabling uh, development teams to respond quickly to the market and scale with demand. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that Hiscox story. Yeah, no, the, the thing about Hiscox is, you know, though they're UK-based, though most of their business is on the continent, they, you know, they have a large presence, for instance, in the Caribbean as well as the Western U.S. So this is a global organization with dealing with regulations and compliance. I mean, it's insurance and it, great story. I don't want to tell, dwell too much on it, but, and, and Fletcher, Jonathan is a, Tremendous, tremendous talent. I, I'm sure it's going to translate into a, a great presentation. Another one, Gene, that I, I wanted to highlight, if you don't mind me stealing a little bit from you, is Gareth Rushgrove, you know, who's at, at Puppet now. But, you know, Gareth, besides curating the DevOps Weekly newsletter, you know, he, he has a great security background like we do, Gene. And uh-huh. um, I, I can listen to him all day. 
Yeah, and what's great is that uh, is maybe not so well known is that uh, he was uh, part of the early uh, UK.gov effort. Yes. Where, uh, uh, and where he had to deal with uh, all of the regulatory and compliance bodies uh, inside of you know very powerful uh, central government as well as the intelligence agencies, and so the fact that he was able to bound uh, span those boundaries and earn the trust of those um, agencies and essentially help define kind of the next generation of security standards and strategies uh, is just a really inspiring one. Uh, it's just a really neat guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a he's a rock star. I, I just wanted to mention two others, Gene, and, and they're repeated. They're kind of from DevOps San Francisco, who are kind of I guess coming over to London, and that's Jason Cox from Disney and Rosalind Radcliffe from IBM. Just two brilliant people, and I I just appreciate brilliance. So, of um, you know, looking forward. I love to about. I'm sorry, what, Gene? The uh, what I love about uh, the conference is if you take a look at this is like a great cross section across. You know, almost every industry vertical. So you got Unilever from uh, you know the consumer goods uh, and the financial services. You have uh, Barclays. Um, yeah. You mentioned the insurance companies. You got Pearson uh, Publishers. You have uh, uh, News UK is another publisher. Uh, Comics Cook Group. So that's retailing and uh, travel services. Yes. Zurich Insurance. You know, actually, I never realized we have so many insurance companies. Um, uh, so it's just a we have 26 speakers announced, and uh, they're just uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you another part of the programming committee is that when you a lot of these we handpicked from uh, people that uh, from our own investigation, but then we also had uh, I think it was about 80 uh, submissions through our call for presenters, and so the, it was you can imagine how challenging it is when you have only 25 speaking slots of which. Over half had already been taken. Yeah. So just to uh, uh, you can imagine the vigorous debate about you know which talks really uh, need to be a part of the programming, and I just very much appreciate you know the candor and the fact that everyone had the best interest I think for the attendees in mind as we were trying to figure out how do we create the the best program for the technology leadership community around uh, around DevOps. Yeah. And debate is a kind word, Gene. Let me let me yeah. pivot. Let me pivot a little bit because we're running low on time. So we've got this great lineup of speakers. We've we've hit a, a bunch of them, and, and there's more yet. But okay, why should someone? What what do you want them to do if they attend DevOps Enterprise London? What are they taking out of it? What what are the? Give me three bullet points. What are the three lessons? What are the three most important things they're taking out of their attendance at this event? Yeah, I think the, the most important thing is that they are going to hear transformation stories of organizations that look like them. So uh, I think as in the DevOps community, we're very used to hearing stories from you know Google, Amazon, Facebook, Etsy, Netflix, and so forth. But if you're in a large insurance company that's been around for over 100 years or a government agency that's been around for 500 years, uh, you know, they, don't self you know, they don't relate very well to, to those unicorns. So to hear how those same type of technology tra transformations have occurred in large, complex organizations, uh, this, that is the mission of the, uh, uh, of the conference, is to share 30-minute experience reports where each speaker shares what business problem were they trying to solve? Where did they start and why? What did they do and what were their outcomes? And what do they still not know how to do? Uh, and what are they looking for help with? So, yeah, I think that is just uh, what I've heard over and over again is that 
you know, these stories, um, there, when you go to this conference, you're surrounded with people just like us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or rather, just like me. Uh, the second, uh, I, th I think the second thing that they'll hear is that they're achieving the same sort of outcomes, you know, in these large complex organizations that we've only typically uh, seen in the unicorn organizations. But there's an element to me that has a tremendous amount of significance and meaning, is that each one of these leaders, even though they were given some degree of air cover, uh, in the, I mean, this is as much true for the London conference as for the two previous conferences in the U.S. Uh, each one of these leaders, I think, wildly exceeded the air cover they were given, essentially putting themselves into some degree of personal jeopardy. And so when you ask why would they do that, what you see that each one of these speakers have in common is that they have a sense of utter clarity and conviction that the capabilities that they're creating for the organization are needed in order to win in the marketplace, let alone survive in the marketplace. So there's this other kind of this other dimension of just the heroic nature of these stories that I just find so inspiring, and, and it's just been an honor to help chronicle. Excellent. Oh, and, and I guess the third dimension is like to see the value they're creating. And uh, I would suspect that in the London conference is going to very much match uh, the U.S. conferences, where we've observed that one out of four of the speakers at DevOps Enterprise has gotten promoted in the last three years, many of them more than twice. Uh, so, uh, what a great measure! I think that this is yeah, this is a reflection of uh, uh, yeah. I think the the value that they're creating is being recognized by their organizations and they're being asked increasingly to uh, try to replicate that across a broader portion of the organization and help elevate the state of the practice. Fantastic. Well, if that's not enough to get them to attend DevOps Enterprise London, Gene, I don't know what is. Uh, <laughs> but we, we, we're almost at the end of our time here. We're going to have to wrap up. I, I just want to quickly mention for our DevOps.com audience that we will be out there and working with Robin and Todd and the team on setting up uh, an interview area where we'll be doing uh, interviews with many of these speakers when they come off stage. And much like we did in San Francisco last year and, and hoping for uh, also just hearing some great, great insights and, and, and uh, stories from these folks. So, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, by the way, I'm hoping you'll post in the show notes. Uh, I actually love the DevOps.com interviews uh, that you did. Uh, and so we have them all on the YouTube channel where you can actually see all of uh, your interviews, Alan, as yep. well as all the DevOps Enterprise talks from the years past. Absolutely. So I think it's just a phenomenal resource for anyone who's uh, interested in this topic. And that's the DevOps Enterprise Summit YouTube channel. Correct, yes. Uh, and the link will be in the show notes. Fantastic. I'll put it in there. And and I've actually featured many of them over the months on DevOps.com. You can find articles and embeds and, and links to it as well. But, Gene, um, let me let you go because I, I probably took up more time than I was supposed to. I apologize. We're really looking forward to uh, a smashing DevOps Enterprise Summit in London. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, continued success. We're really excited about this next uh, DevOps Enterprise Summit London. And uh, as always, thank you for, for appearing on our chat. Alan, thank you so much, and uh, see you in London. We'll see you in London. Cheerio, as they say. Bye.